Welcome to the Getting Started Podcast. Join me and my guests as we take a look at how businesses are built and ideas brought to life to help you get over those hurdles that stop you getting started. And I'm your host, Claire Durren, online consultant, business owner and serial dreamer. Welcome back to the Getting Started podcast. Today's episode is going to be a real treat for you. I'm speaking with Ross Dean, who's a Suffolk-based personal branding photographer, specializes in helping business create a visual personal brand through photography. Now, Ross is also the host of Make Today Count podcast, which I was lucky enough to be a guest on a couple of weeks ago. So be sure to go and check that out. We talk all things LinkedIn and how to kind of boost your profile and make the most of that platform. My conversation today with Ross is a really practical one for anyone looking to build a business in photography or learn a few tips and tricks to take your own photos at home to help solidify and grow your personal brand. So grab a notebook, grab a coffee and dive on in because today's episode is a real good one. So hi Ross, welcome to the podcast. Hey Claire, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'm really excited for the conversation we're about to have. But to kick us off, tell us a little bit about you, your background and how you started your career in photography. Yeah, so I've had the business now for just over 10 years. Um, originally, I was um, in... Yeah, so I've had the business now for just over 10 years. Um, originally, I was um, in the, sort of the wedding and, and portrait industry, so more of a beta b2c um sort of um area um did that for many years really enjoyed that loved working with families and kind of documenting those kind of really important um stages in their lives um and kind of the commercial side of things the, the personal branding and commercial photography was something that i'd always kind of done alongside that but predominantly the marketing and everything and um, was geared towards that wedding and portrait industry um and then around about two years ago um or just under um you know i I now believe that there's kind of seasons in our lives and and on our businesses. And at that time we'd got older, I'd got um, young children. Um, And as you probably know, with weddings and portraits and that kind of thing, it can take up kind of a lot of weekends, a lot of evenings and that kind of stuff. Um, And the businesses that I was working with on the personal branding side um, were really um, in line with kind of all the things that I was interested in. So personal development and, and branding and marketing and all that kind of stuff. So um, what I wanted to do is, I, you know, I didn't want to be that guy that was looking back and thinking, I wish I'd have done more with my children and, and been there around my children more. So it's kind of like, well, how do I make it work for me going forward, whereby I can work um, with businesses around sort of a, a weekday kind of structure, I guess, um, and also have more time for the family. So, um, as I say, you know, the the branding stuff was something that I'd, I'd done anyway, um, but that allowed me to really concentrate on that. And, you know, as I say, the the sort of clients I was working with are really in tune to all the things that I was I was really interested in. So it was it was a really great fit for me at the time. Wow, that's a great kind of testimony to how flexible at your journey has been and it kind of res- mm. in response to changing family life and changing to kind of customer demand and what your customers were saying that's really great mm. to hear kind of how, how your business has evolved have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur or a business owner has that always been part of your your plan great question you know i think i'd, I'd always wanted to be creative in some way and and the beginning of you know coming out of sixth form and, and school i kind of found my way into um kind of corporate work and 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 worked in 
a few companies before I sort of moved in, into the photography. Um, but I wouldn't say I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I think for many people, um, businesses grow from their love of doing a thing, whatever that thing may be. Uh, for me, that was photography. Um, and, you know, at the beginning, like with all photographers, um, they start to do shoots for friends and family and, and, and those guys. And, and you start to get great feedback and you think, oh, maybe I can do this as, as, as something, um, you know, work-wise. And it kind of grew from there. Um, I think the, the sort of love for building up the business and, and getting involved with marketing and all the, all the facets that come with, as you know, with, um, with building a business, um, I think they came later. Um, but essentially that love came from just doing it from, from helping people and can kind of seeing their face when you present a, a wedding album to them or a portrait for the wall with families. Um, that's where the sort of drive came from at that time. Amazing. Do you think that, um, because you're, businesses built out of passion that kind of lends itself to to your success and your growth i think so i think so i think you know when i think certainly clients can can kind of feel that when they're working with with businesses um i think if it's something that you're really passionate about and and looking back and taking a step back and thinking about why am i doing that thing you know I'm, you work with loads of businesses and i'm sure you go through the same conversations whereas you know until that moment when they take a step back and and not focus so much on the actual doing stuff in the business but look at why they're doing it that's when these things come out and i think if you can engage that into your marketing into your personal brand into the way that you communicate with people it really shines through and i think you know if you're able to harness that at the early stage um there's no reason why you know you can't be successful and obviously what you do in your business is very um tactile you're with people a lot of the mm. time how has the last 12 months of kind of covid global pandemic affected your business yeah um great question it's it's been tricky you know as you say you know as a photographer you need as, as a people photographer you need to be with people um and that's been difficult over the, the past few months as you say um what's been quite fortunate is that there are been there have been times when restrictions have been reduced and you know um changed around that there has been times when i've been able to work um in the time when we start to get back to work in that small period of sort of tail end of last year um i set up an initiative for local businesses whereby um it was kind of let's get your marketing back to business let's get back to business so we ran some headshot days where people could come in aimed at small businesses who were thinking maybe they've taken lockdown and thought um maybe this job that i've got is not something i want to do maybe i want to start my own business um, or maybe it's for businesses that have had that time to kind of reflect on their websites their market and all that kind of stuff and want to kind of refresh and bounce back into business so we ran some headshot days where people could come in um, and get a really great headshot um, for a really low investment um, and it just enabled people to kind of get back so that was kind of one way that i was able to kind of give back in that way um, but also you know with all the um, the terrible things that happened over the past few months. It, I think it did give a lot of businesses the opportunity to kind of take a step back, review their businesses, um, grow their brand online, which I think was huge. And I think if they weren't already doing so at the time, it was really kind of a wake up call to think, right, I've got to, I've got to get something up. You know, the, the stuff that we put out online is available and accessible 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It doesn't need us to be involved, doesn't need to be present at the time. Um, and, you know, there'd always be time for those one-to-one -one connections. They're super important. Um, you know, when I work with people, there's consultations both before the shoot and, and after the shoot. Um, and it's important, you know, beforehand that we are able to um, get together and have those conversations. Um, but 
you know, as we're talking today, we're able to do that via video call and Zoom and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, it's been tricky, um, but I think it's also opened up a lot of opportunities for people to pivot in certain areas as well. Um, and I think that will bode a lot of business as well going forward in the coming months. I love that word pivot. I think um, it's been used quite a lot over 2020 and tw- mm. into 2021. But what you what you've explained there of your um, how you've pivoted your business in order to help other businesses who are ha- also having to pivot at the same time is a really great way yeah. to kind of um, get involved and build new relationships while going through kind of challenging times. That's really awesome to hear. I wonder post covid no pre covid um in your business what other challenges have you faced kind of in setting up your business is there anything that you can kind of recall that you've overcome or, or challenges that you've faced yeah great question i think you know if i think back over the years there's been lots of things that i've done wrong um and at the time they were the worst things in the world you sort of think well you know what have i done how am i going to get out of this and um you know i think it from from being a few years and doing this now you kind of you sort of come to learn that you know you're going to do these things and if you don't do these things um you, you don't progress um you know there are there were many years um in the early stages where i think i didn't kind of push myself as much as i could um a little bit of fear of failure around some bits and pieces um and kind of what people would think and that kind of thing but as you grow older you know i um, just past 40, you know, a little while ago. And it's one of those realizations we get to and think, you know, how's this working out for me? You know, is it serving me? Um, and if it isn't, you know, well, let's just, let's just do it. You know, what's the worst thing that can happen? And I think that's a great thing to remember. What's the worst thing that can happen? Because for a lot of people, um, they either look to the past and dwell on the past or they look to the or they look to the future and worry about so much about what's going on. You know, if you can try and keep as present as you can, um, take one day at a time, um, and especially in this time as well, you know, there's a lot of people are at home and, and working from home. Um, and, it, you, you know, I think you just need to be trying to center yourself around some of this stuff because um, that's the only way that you ensure that you'll you'll kind of move on. But no, definitely a lot of mistakes around um, um, decisions and marketing things. And, and, you know, we're talking about Brandon today and, and Brandon is something that um, personal branding is something that I've made lots of mistakes um, over the past. Um, I remember in the early stages of my career um, doing weddings and that kind of thing. And, you know, there were some photographers that I liked that had these kind of snazzy videos and promo videos, you know, to appeal to their clients. And um, I did one once where my, my dad, um, he, he collected Vespers, you know, the, the, the motorbikes. Um, they look really cool, really 60s sort of style. And I had, they had it in my mind that well, I had this video with um, that was kind of getting ready and get off the pill. I couldn't drive a Vespa at all. I couldn't <laughs> ride a Vespa at all. Um, you know, so it was also on a set up as if I could, but I couldn't. And so, yeah, it's really cringeworthy if you, if you see it. But it's, it's those things and trying those things um, that get you in the point where you know who you are um we'll probably touch upon this at some point but kind of trying to dig into some level of authenticity i think at the moment there's um we can get lots of inspiration from lots of different places social media tv film all that good stuff and that's really important it's important to keep those juices flowing creative you know creative wise um but equally you know we have to sort of take a step back and think about again back to purpose why are we doing what we're doing and from that use those traits those personality elements and all those kind of things um, to build into your brand so you can try and be as authentic as you can that is an awesome story about how you 
you know, the Vespa and I could just picture mm. it now. Um, is yeah, it still yeah. up on your, on your social media somewhere? Probably. Pro- come pro- and go and dig it, it out. N- not on my social media. You, you might be, it was on YouTube. So um, if you dig deep enough, you might be able to find it, but you know, the rest of it was actually pretty good, you know, it was, but it was just the element of the, it was the thing that stuck in my mind was the, the fact that, you know, I can't ride a motorbike. bike. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, ridiculous, really. Uh, what a great testament to kind of what, what you're talking about, like kind of being authentic mm. and trying stuff and, and learning as you go. I, what, one yeah. thing that I like to do with people that I admire is go onto their socials and scroll back as far as I can and look at like their first mm. few posts because they're probably as yeah. rubbish as you think yours are sometimes. So everyone oh, has to start somewhere. Yeah, do you, do you do you remember when I think it was when Instagram sort of started running and people had those kind of kind of brownie filters and they had the ones with the frames around them and stuff. Yeah. You know, you go back and they're all your photos are kind of like that. Um, and you know, that's what I talk to clients about. That you know, if they're doing their own branding photos, maybe if they're doing it at home with their f- phones and that kind of thing. Um, my encouragement is them to make them look as as clean and as clean and simple as they can. Um, because you know, in five years time, 10 years time, a client may be doing a web search and those photos might come up and, mm-hmm. um, you know, trends will come and go, but a, a classically clean photo- photograph, um, will, will live on forever. So, um, yeah, I've certainly used those fields in the past and <laughs> they don't always look too good. Perfect. We will come on and talk about kind of your mm. tips for kind of, if you are taking, um, photos for yourself and what good personal sure. branding photography um looks like you um interesting you posted something on linkedin yesterday about um your online reputation and that just reminded me Mm. there that actually the first photos that you take might be the first things that people see when they google your name which is something to be really really mindful of isn't it because who knows what people might find online (laughs) yeah i i you know i've had this conversation with clients and I've started to have this conversation with my daughter as she starts to use these platforms is, you know, if you're not, if you're not happy with whatever this post is going to be, if if you're not happy with either being on the front of your house or being on your t-shirt walking around town, then don't put it on social media. I think that's quite quite, something quite simple, but something, especially with, for younger people, um, they're they're not so aware of, but um, it's the same with business, you know, um, I did a post the other day about um, things to consider around, you know, before you post for your business. And one of those things was, you know, sometimes we can be frustrated about something. Maybe it's a, something in the news, something it's it's um, in your business, something that's not quite going right. And and sometimes I think especially with people at home now, the first port of call is, right, I'm going to go on social media and and say it. And and um, when we're talking about business, I think it's, it's important to just take a step back, have a breath, um, maybe you know, call up a girlfriend or, or someone that you can chat with and, and just get it out um, and then come back to it and, and maybe create a piece of content that's proactive, still addressing the problem, but something that's forward thinking and not so reactive. Cause you know, you may find that in a few weeks time and think, Oh my God, what was I doing? Um, and more importantly, a client could find that as well, which is um, not so good. Yeah. I had a very similar experience not too long ago where I was frustrated with a client and um, with something that they'd asked me to do. And I wrote a post, a funny post about things that you shouldn't say to a social media manager, okay. things like, can you make this go viral? And, and just things mm. that, that funny things that you'd find. And it, it went, it did really well. It got a great response, but on reflection, I was like, actually, that's quite a negative thing to be putting out there because some clients don't know the ins and outs of social media so um actually it could be seen quite negatively so i actually um took it down because 
even though it did really well um, and resonated with other social media managers, it didn't quite portray what I wanted to portray within my business. So I love that if you're not willing to wear it on your t-shirt in town, then why are you putting it on mm. your social? That's great advice. Thank you. Um, going back to kind of your business, um, what would you mm. say was kind of the best piece of advice that you received when you were getting started? It wasn't so much when I was getting started, but one of the things that I've been, I've been told through coaching and one sort of thing is, is put as much emphasis on developing yourself as you would do in developing your business. And what I mean by that is um, sometimes we can um, think, all right, we're going to start this business. We're going to get a website put together. We're going to get a logo created. We're going to get some brochures created. Um, and we've got all our kind of ducks in a row or as we think. Um, but sometimes there are things that kind of, blocks that we may have or things developmental wise that could be holding us back which is it's fine having all this stuff you know having great photographs is is a great thing to have but for some people if they haven't been in business in it for a, a little while maybe they haven't put themselves out there before maybe they're a little bit reluctant to do that um and i think personal development is super important and something which should go run alongside that you know and I spoke before about there was there was a, a couple of years where I didn't think I was putting myself out as much as I could that boiled down to some kind of limiting beliefs I had around certain things you know around imposter syndrome around lots of sort of things and I think a lot of people feel that especially when they're starting something new um you know for me I, I was moving from the the wedding industry and portrait industry an industry which I'd I'd, I'd worked in for many years moving into more of a, a branding space and at the beginning of that it's like oh can I do this and I, and I know I could because I've been doing it alongside it for for years but I, I think you know a lot of people can kind of relate to those feelings so you know just think about it when you're setting up business or ongoing I think we're always learning there's always things that we can learn so just sort of ensure that you know the dedication and time and and investment that you're putting into your business um you also have adequate time to spend on developing yourself as well because without you the other stuff really really can't happen wow yeah absolutely self-development and investing back in yourself in that way is so important particularly in the strange times we find ourselves in where mm. you know, people are uh you know struggling with mental health actually taking time to course do self-development is a really great tool and a great way to kind of overcome some of those struggles so coming on to your personal branding photography tell Mm. us firstly what how do you define personal branding photography yeah great question because i think a lot of people will sort of they they kind of have heard about personal branding photography and it's kind of like well what exactly is it um yeah, I think everyone can associate with kind of headshots, you know, if they're in business or they've, or they're uh, maybe at their workplace, they've been called into a room on a, on a damp Monday morning and, you, and your boss has said, right, we're going to have some headshots today, either for your ID card or for the website or, or wherever. Um, and you come in and maybe you're standing in a line. No one really wants to be there. Um, and you stand up back straight, nice cheesy smile and, and you get your photos. Well, if you take that and you kind of think about, Okay, so that experience was really kind of black and white. It was something that was put upon you. But personal branding photography for me is where, you know, kind of forward thinking business owners want to take their marketing to the next level. And, you know, we can have a website and we can have social media and we can have all these things. Um, But as you know, it's important for people to see kind of what it's like to work with you before they've worked with you if that makes sense um one of the ways that one of the ways that we can really connect with prospective clients is to set expectations around what it's like to be 
working with you before that before it kind of happens you know sometimes um for clients i work with before that maybe have used stock photos or maybe they've used um, other photos that they've taken themselves what happens is um you know someone would call them up and maybe they'd set up a meeting and then at, at the beginning of that meeting you sort of both look at each other and think this isn't what I thought it was going to be. You know, I didn't think your personality was like this. I didn't think your services were like this. Um, it's a little bit different and there's a disconnect. And when they look back from that point of the meeting, going back into like the emails, the phone calls and everything beforehand, um, there's been a lot of time there that's kind of been wasted um, around, you know, um, setting those things up. So personal branding photography is really working with the photographer to take a step back again and thinking about, what I do in my business, but most importantly, why I do what I do. And around that, what is the experience that I offer for my clients? So for example, for myself, um, I'm, a, I'm a photographer. Um, the sort of timeline of how I work with clients is that they get in touch, we set up a, you know, before um, COVID, we would set up an in-person consultation, we would have a chat. So maybe if a photographer was, was following me, it would be getting shots of me working with it on a consultation, maybe sitting in, a, in a, an office area or a, a, a really cool kind of hotel or somewhere like that, just having, having a chat. Maybe there's, there's shots of me kind of working on my laptop, maybe journaling, maybe something like that. And then it moves on. So then you're maybe doing Zoom calls. So there's some shots over shoulder around getting a Zoom call. Everyone's kind of having a good time and, and, and all that good stuff. And then onto the shoe itself, what it's like, maybe choosing clothes beforehand, you know, looking at your wardrobe, maybe um, the person doing the branding photography has gone into a, um, you know, hair salon and makeup and that kind of thing. So all the things that you're doing in your business, are, are, we're kind of documenting. Um, and the reason for that being is we, you know, for a lot of people in a lot of different niches and industries, there's lots of people doing the same thing. And it's great. And although we shouldn't differentiate on, um, on, on um, price and all those kind of things, what, what we can do is go back to what makes us unique because there's no one else that can do what we do. There's no one that can do what you do, Claire, because you do it in your own unique way. Same with myself. Um, so if there's ways that we can kind of document that through photography, um, and then aligning that with all the other elements of branding, uh, you know, the, the words that we use in our copywriting, um, the way in which we present ourselves on social media, the way in which we show up in, in person meetings, all those things for me are personal branding and, and photography is a way that we can really, um, connect with a client early on because, you know, many people are really visual. So if they can see something, they can understand kind of what it means. If you write something down, depending on the copywriter that you're working with or the person that you're working with, um, if they haven't got you kind of your voice down, um, it could sometimes be a bit of a disconnect. But with a photo, you can, in it, you can immediately see what it's like to work with that person, what the personality is like. Um, and that's really sort of the power of, of, of that really. Yeah, that's incredible. I love that you spoke about documenting what you do in your business. Mm. It's not necessarily just a nice candid photo of, of you as a business owner. It's actually what goes into kind of a day in the life of working with you. I really love, love that way of looking at photography in, in slightly different way. It's almost bringing to life that the business and the process of the business rather than taking like a, a snapshot in time it's bringing that life back into into what people see online yeah i mean the, the, there'll always be time and place for you know a really good headshot i think a really good headshots important um for your social media profiles and that kind of thing um consistency is key 
for a lot of things. So if you've got if you've got something if you've got a, a profile photo on Instagram, for me it's important that those correlate with LinkedIn and and Facebook and everything. So if they're seeing you again, to say, oh, I remember that person. Where do I see them? And they kind of correlate that. But um, for the website, for everyday kind of Instagram and and social media work, um, yeah, just documenting what you do, um, and it doesn't have to be um, kind of cheesy in a way. Um, if you're working with a photographer, you're having those conversations before they will have skills and, and knowledge to put in place whereby the whole experience feels quite natural. Um, and, and that's natural to think that, you know, if we think about, um, if we haven't had a shoot before, haven't had a photo shoot before, the only thing that we can think of is maybe what we've seen on TV where it's a high fashion shoot and there's people with berets on and they're taking photos and you know, there's, um, high-end models and that kind of thing if we haven't had that experience that's our first port of call because that's what we know so you know a good photographer will kind of walk you through that process get to know you um, and get the best out of your brand great great and with everything that's happened this year there's been a lot more talk about how you show up online and how personal mm. branding is you know something that people are focusing on a lot more do you think that um personal branding is more important now than it was before and if so why do you think that i think it's always been important um and as i said i think for different people personal branding means different things um for me personal branding isn't a uh, it encompasses a lot of different things with photography in the way that you show up for meetings are you late for meetings are you on time are you early for meetings um are you what i call a connected you go out and and connect people together in your network um you know i think the the knee-jerk reaction is to think about personal branding is it's something that um is around um what your logo looks like or what your website or your social media looks like and and that's a that's a factor um but I think it's always been important, but, you know, since, you know, the pandemic and those kind of things, I think with more businesses wanting to move their businesses online or maybe continue their brand by engaging in this way that we're doing now, um, it's really important. And the, the main thing is, is that you just take time to kind of, again, I've talked a lot about taking a step back, but it's, it's so important because um, sometimes we're so heavily in the business that we don't have time to kind of, look at it from afar, um, maybe getting feedback from past clients, you know, why they came and worked with you. What was the benefit of, of working with you? What was their journey? Um, all those kind of things you can pull together to think, well, these are the things that have been working really well. And these are the things that have been part of my brand. These are the things that I really enjoy. Now, how do I take all those things um, and put them into something that I'm really proud of? So yeah, the pandemic has, has enabled us to use online more i'd say to connect so it's really important that we have our values our core values um and our core strengths really at the forefront so we can really shine wow and what does define a good personal brand and is there anything that you would say to completely avoid or kind of no-go areas for a bad personal brand yeah don't make videos with scooters is the first thing <laughs> um so what makes a good personal brand i think a good personal brand is where um, what people see online is the same as what people see if you were to turn up in the same room. Um, I think it's about looking into what makes you unique and having the strength to put those things forward. Um, because at the end of the day, sometimes it's very easy to look online for inspiration or in other areas and think we need to be a certain way in order to succeed. And what you've, what we've seen, I think over the past few years is that, a lot of people have done that 
And then we can see a lot of people online who are very similar in what they're doing. They're posting them in front of the same Bentley, you know, um, they're going to the same place on holiday on the same sun lounger, um, all these, all these kind of things. And, you know, if that's authentically how you are, go for it. You know, if that's how, what your day-to-day is like, go for it. But if it's not, think about, you know, if you're trying to live up to that all the time, it's going to be exhausting. You're yeah. going to be waking up every day thinking, I've got to do this. I've got to do this kind of post. And it's not going to, it's not going to run freely as, as much as it was if you were thinking about, um, you know, something that you love to do. Um, I, did, I did a post um, a while ago on kind of guilty pleasures and how I don't agree that there are such things as guilty pleasures. You either like stuff or you don't like stuff. Mm. And my hunch is that if you share the stuff that you liked, you would meet like-minded clients who like the same stuff and you'd have a great time. And you'd get up in the morning really wanting to work with those people. You'd be excited to work with those people. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's kind of harnessing what makes you unique and running with it. Because again, my hunch is that you're going to get better clients who are going to be better to work with, who will be willing to invest more in your services. Um, and you're just going to have a good time in the, in, in the long run. Amazing. That's like the true impact of what good personal branding photography can have on a business, even though I would love for my mm. reality to be sat on a sun lounger every day. That sounds <laughs> wonderful right now. Yeah. 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 I mean, like I say, if, if that, if that's how it is, then, then, then by all means document it, but okay. For, you know, an experience, it could be exhausting trying to keep that up if it's, if it's not. Yeah. And you've worked with, you know, a range of different clients on ha- building their personal brands online and, and having shoots with them. Can you tell us kind of any, stories about the impact that that your clients have experienced once they've kind of smartened up or worked on their personal brand definitely i think for me you know the the common thread that's run throughout everything that i've done in photography whether it's been for weddings and portraits and running through to commercial work and 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 branding it's been that journey from taking a client from when they come in to see you at the the beginning they think i've got to tell you i don't like having my photo taken and i'm just gonna tell you that now i don't like this side of me and, and and that's a common conversation um and i agree when i'm having my photos taken you know there's things that you know i'm i feel like i'm to with sometimes um but from taking a client on that journey from getting to know them from understanding exactly what makes them unique to understanding why they do what they do to building that into something that journey creates so much confidence in that once the photographs are delivered and they love them they start to use them the best thing for me is seeing that person down the line. You have, maybe you haven't heard from them for a little bit and then you see a post come on LinkedIn or, or Instagram and they're doing a, a talk somewhere, you know, something that you wouldn't think, yeah. you know, they'd, they'd have done if you'd have met them in the beginning. Maybe they've, they've started to share daily on, on Instagram behind the scenes using their photographs. Um, for me, it's that taking someone from a journey and really serving them to, to, to get the best out of their brand and then in turn to get the best out of their business. And for me, that's kind of why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your services and, and what it looks like when you start working with a client. You spoke a lot there about the journey that you go on. If anyone's kind mm. of listening and is, is considering that actually I'd love to work with you, what does that mm. look like and feel like? Yes. I mean, so when people get in touch, they'd usually come by way of some kind of content online usually um maybe a recommendation from a past client so they they have a rough idea of of kind of um the you know the the process um but with someone coming on board um they would fill out a a, a kind of pre-session um questionnaire called a kind of a discovery 
a questionnaire that they would fill in, telling me a little bit about their business, what they want to achieve, um, what's going right, what's not going right, where do they see themselves in, say, 12 months. And then we set up a, um, a discovery call whereby we, you know, taking this information that they've completed, we have a chat um, and we go through a bit of FaceTime, um, albeit virtually at the moment as, as, mm -hmm. as we're doing now. And, and then um, once they then start to work with me, we then set up a, um, a pre-shoot call where we're talking about wardrobe, we're talking about locations, we're talking about um, color use, we're talking about all these different things. So it's a real kind of three-stage planning process and then the actual shoot themselves you know for a lot of people it can be a mixture of personal branding some people have their own workspace where they want to use for the the shoot um some people um you know a lot of people now are working at home so maybe they don't have a um a physical space as it were that they work out of but we talk about what could be a good place to kind of align with the brands that you have so you know i work a lot with um coaches and and people in the fitness industry and those sort of things so maybe the coaches meet up in a a boutique hotel somewhere um in a lobby you know that seems to be a, a common place for people to kind of meet for consultations and, and that kind of stuff um so we talk about all that stuff and make the arrangements so they're able to kind of um, run the shoot in those areas um and then the shoot day himself pick out the wardrobe taking some time and and depending on you know kind of how far they want to go with their their branding photography um it can be anything from a sort of a couple of hours right up to a full day it depends on kind of what they want to achieve um and then afterwards as well it's that conversation around right i've got these photos now what now what do i do with them because mm. I, for a lot for, for a lot of people um they know they want photos so that's it that's a given um but they're not quite sure the best way to use them afterwards so um you know there's some consultation time there around again looking back what would did we want to achieve from from the photos and how can we best use those in the way that we style them where we're posting them that kind of stuff you know all the stuff that you deal with day to day um and trying to put something together so that it's not just an um a purchase of photography it's an investment into getting the photography and then making them work for the business afterwards mm -hmm. awesome real practical application of, of when yeah. people receive the photos what do they do with them that's really awesome and for anyone listening who is you know just taking those first steps and starting a business they might not have um you know the money to invest fully right now mm. with with services is there anything they can do at home that they can start that personal branding journey do they need to have a high quality camera for example I think the great thing about um, being in business today is, is that we have everything we need to get ourselves going in our pocket with a smartphone. You know, we have there, most people have a camera in their phone, which 10 years ago, professional photographers would have been crying out for, you know, so don't worry about the technology. It doesn't, it doesn't matter about the technology. Um, there, you know, if you, if you're not ready to invest in, in sort of professional photography, um, there's some great ways that you can um, get some really good results from using your smartphone. Um, main things to think about are lighting, um, composition and, and, and positioning and posing, um, and then also stabilizing your camera. I think we've, we've all seen videos and, and photographs online whereby um, they're sort of been a bit skewed or maybe if they're a video, for example, they're kind of shaking at the same time. Maybe that's the first video. Um, so stabilization, you can get these, um, got one here, these kind of, things these little tripods you kind of set up and and, and use um with um taking photos of yourself um you know get towards the light source the main rule of thumb is that wherever your nose is should be directly in line with the main source of light so i've got a ring light here um coming into my face here so the main source of light is coming in and we've all got things like windows at home um 
that we can use. So, you know, just make sure that if you're going to set up taking some photographs at home, you're maybe in front of a window if you're doing at home. Obviously, most of us are doing at home now. But maybe if you've got some garden space as well, go off into some into some open shade. Um, if it's a sunny day, um, don't have the bright sun coming down on you. Um, and again, with kind of composition and posing and that kind of thing, um, there's some tips generally around sort of for headshots in that, you know, if you think about photos, maybe we've been on a night out and someone's pulled their camera out and they go, oh, let's have a photo together. And you're a little bit reluctant. What usually happens is they hold the camera up and you're sort of like this, you're sort of a little bit reluctant. Now, um, what we want to do in our, in, our, in our photographs for headshots and personal branding is we want to kind of lean forward a bit. We want to be more engaged with the client. You know, if you were to, if this was a photo of me now and I was like this, your initial thought of me was that that person doesn't really want to speak to me. They're a bit kind of reluctant to have a chat whereby if I was a bit more forward and a bit more engaged, um, you know, you'd be more willing to kind of connect. So that's important. If you want to just do a great headshot for LinkedIn, say, and you're not in the position to invest in photography, um, remembering those kind of three key elements um, will get you on some good steps. That's some awesome tips there. I uh, instinctively suddenly leant forwards as I was yeah. saying that. It's, it's, it's really fun. It's, it's just a really small thing, but it can make so much difference. Um, and, you know, another tip, you know, if you're, a, if you're a coach perhaps and you're, you know, a coach is someone that people invest a lot of time, a lot of trust in. You think about the things, that, the conversations that we have. And so it's important that you engage trust. So again, bringing that body in, leaning in as if you're having a conversation with someone. And if you want to really take it that step further, just tilt the head a little bit, that kind of inquisitive kind of look. Um, you know, you've got, a, you've got a new puppy, you were saying beforehand. And I know sometimes when the puppies want something, they kind of tilt the head. And it's the same for people. It sounds really, it's the same for people. It sounds really strange that from, you know, if I'm looking at you now and we're engaged in a conversation, but then I think, oh, so what were you talking about like that? You know, it's just that really subtle head tilt um, can be all the difference to making a connection. Yeah, it's the subtle things, isn't it, that make the mm. biggest impact sometimes. Um, just, yeah, the little head tilts, the leaning forwards, mm. finding a great source of light. These are all great, great tips that people can kind of start that journey themselves. Are there any other things that people, you spoke about having a tripod, which is great, and you've, you've mentioned mm. a ring light. Are there any particular yeah. apps or um, editing things that people could have that are accessible that you'd recommend? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to when it comes to smartphones, the one that I still use is Snapseed. Um, it's the Google-based one. Um, it's available on on I think both iOS and Android, um, and it's very simple. Uh, it doesn't do a ton of things, so it doesn't kind of um, confuse you. It doesn't have a ton of filters on there. Um, you know, I think sometimes again, I spoke at the beginning about try and make the photos you put online as kind of as clean in a way, and you can have your own style to them, but just don't overfill them with heavy filters you know we, we we mentioned before about you know when these apps first came out and people kind of putting these kind of tea stained type effects on them and stuff like that um they may be in trend at the time when you're doing it but you know if someone's googling you in a, in a couple of years time you may cringe at the fact that there's a there's a photo of you doing that um so yeah snapseed's really good and it's the one i kind of recommend there's loads out there um and i encourage everyone to just go out and have a try but if they want a good solid one to start off with snapseed's really good one to to look out for awesome thanks ross that's a really great tip i've played with snapseed myself and, and yeah it's mm. such a good and easy app for people to use so it's been really great chatting with you and um i'm really looking forward to being um a part of your podcast tell course, us a little yeah. bit about that yeah so um 
my podcast make today count um it's aimed at kind of forward thinking business owners that want to kind of elevate their personal brand um so each episode i talk with specialists and industry leaders in all different areas um the purpose being what i want to do is engage people in conversations new conversations that maybe they haven't been engaged with before um and if it resonates with them give them strategies and tools to enable them to take the next first step into moving forward you know so for example you know, is a bit of a trailer for the one that we're on. Um, we're going to be talking about LinkedIn. So maybe if something that if, you know, LinkedIn isn't something that you've been thinking about, the idea is that, you know, we can engage in that conversation. The listener might think, oh, it might be something I can try and then have actionable steps afterwards. Um, so that's the whole reason behind that. And, and that came from, you know, when we start to work with in the branding space, you know, I found that the people I was working with were um, interested in all the things that I was, you know, p- personal development around business, around marketing, around, you know, all sorts of things, nutrition, fitness, all these kind of things. And although they're not wholly business or photography related, they all are facets around what makes us, um, you know, what creates our personal brand and how it enables us to live as a kind of an effective life as we can. So um, it's, a, it's, it's a real pick and mix of lots of subjects, but I hope that um, there's lots of things there that I think anyone can take away um, if they're really um, focused on, on building a, a really cool brand. Awesome. I highly recommend listeners check out your podcast, but where else can they find you if they want to connect with you or um, wanted to work with you? Where else can they find you? Yeah, sure. So on the photography side, you just search for um, at Ross Dean photo on Instagram and in most places on social media, I'm on there, but also rossdeanphotography.com. Fabulous. Thanks so much for your time, Ross. It's been really great to chat with you today an awesome conversation I really hope that you enjoyed listening to our discussion today as much as I enjoyed having this chat with Ross if you want to find out more about Ross I've left all of his links in the show notes where you can go and connect with him and do remember to check out his podcast as well if you've enjoyed today's episode you can find more episodes like this by subscribing to the getting started podcast be sure to download and leave us a five-star review as that really helps us but until next time have a super week